How's it going, New York Giants fans? Welcome back to Fireside Giants. My name is Alex. Of course, we're talking about Kayvon Thibodeau today, my friends. The Giants front four, if all goes to plan, could be very, very good. ESPN just ranked the Giants defensive line, the interior defensive line, as the number one interior defensive line in football. Now, the outside linebackers, Aziz Ojolari, Kayvon Thibodeau, there's a lot of potential there. Not a lot of people are skeptical on Aziz Ojolari specifically because of the injury concerns. And while I'm not personally labeling him injury prone just yet you know we got to see more consistency out of him he gained a, like 10 pounds of muscle mass last year obviously that didn't go so well for his lower body he ended up with that calf injury that kind of shut him down prematurely um and he kind of was in and out the entire season i think he only started in like six games and um he had six sacks so you know he was doing pretty well when he was on the football field we're hoping he can put it all together so far so good during training camp no injuries knock on wood but today we're talking about cave on thibodeau and the expectations uh, regarding him and, and otherwise could he be a breakout player for the Giants in 2023? Now, I really feel like he set a good standard for himself, a good benchmark during his rookie season in 2022. You know, put together some good games, four sacks. You know, you'd like to see a little bit more production there. And Kayvon Thibodeau said it himself. He left a lot on the football field. He went through the film, uh, looked at the tape, and a lot of it showed production that he left out there and I think that this is going to be a season where we see him put it all together in the sense that you know it's going to be a little bit more complete of a performance sometimes he would disappear for a quarter then he'd show up in the fourth quarter you know we started calling him the closer last year had a couple of those big moments against Aaron Rodgers against Lamar Jackson with that fumble Um, you know he did some good things for this team and ultimately I feel like this is a player who athletically is gifted he's charismatic he kind of fits the New York media market perfectly if he plays really well He's going to be a star. He's going to be a hero among Giants fans. He's going to be a hero in the media. And a lot of the red flags that people said in the past, I know there was like a reporter from the Detroit Lions that came out a couple days ago and was like, oh, like he looked like he was taking plays off. Like, does anyone really care that Kayvon Thibodeau wasn't going 125% um, during practice? I personally don't. Like, don't get hurt. Like, don't put yourself in a position where you're going to get hurt and miss time in the regular season or whatever it might be. So far, he's been doing really good. And defensive coordinator Wink Marndell really tasked him with doing something specific, and that was improving his core and lower body strength. So he kind of went into this offseason thinking, all right, like these are the things I got to accomplish. This is what I got to do. And it's, you know, kind of building on that core, building the lower body strength so he can expand his pass rush moves and also expand his ability to seal the run um, in the running game, in, in defense. So, you know, you're looking at a player now that pretty good grades across the board last year. If you look at his PFF grades, you know, there's a lot of context that are missing within PFF grades, but uh, we'll look at the the raw numbers, the raw stats of what he actually put on the football field. So, you know, looking at what he did as a pure pass rusher, he had 45 total pressures. Um, he had some truly dominant games. Like in weeks four and five, he had four pressures in each of those. He had nine pressures against Dallas in week 12. The guy showed up. Like that was Probably one of his best performances. He had five quarterback hits and four quarterback hurries. Uh, So that was a really, really, really good pass rush day for him. I think against those bigger teams, those better teams, he shows up and tries to do his best. And I think we're going to see him like, you know, rookie season under his belt. He gets it now. Now we're going to see him start advancing in a lot of the other categories and kind of putting it all together into a more consistent player. He had four pressures apiece against the Washington Commanders and Philadelphia Eagles in weeks 13 and 14. And they had another three in in the wild card game against Minnesota, uh, put together some really good grades there. He was a pretty good tackler throughout the entire campaign. He missed four tackles um, in the last one, the last like seven, six games of the season. He didn't miss a tackle. He had a 6.8% missed tackle rate. He had 29 stops in the run game. Overall, this is a player that looked the part of a fifth overall selection and was a rookie. So, 
taking everything with a grain of salt, you have to assume that he's going to compound on that success and get better. So what Wake Martindale essentially said to him, which I think was really interesting, he basically was like, I expect him to be at the top of everything, and so do we. Um, he basically was like, Kayvon, we expect you to come in day in and day out, and be the best on the field. Be the best person um, defensively on both sides of the ball, um, whether it's the Lions, whether it's another opposing team. We expect you to go out there and make the biggest impact, and that's objectively what we're hoping he does. Um, now, he went into Detroit, and Wink Martindale said it himself. He had, a fun- he had two fumbles, forced, and two fumble recoveries in two days of practice. I mean, you tell me. That sounds pretty good. Um, Kayvon Thibodeau came out to play, and he put out some nice plays. And I think ultimately, uh, this is the kind of growth you want to see from a player of this. Like, a lot of people have claimed, like, oh, he's lax in his effort. He doesn't give 100%. Um, a lot of them not being Giants fans that actually watched him play. It's always, like, the random media heads that are saying absolute nonsense all the time. Oh, like, he didn't do this, or he wasn't doing that. I'm like... Uh, like, who on your team is better than, than Kayvon Thibodeau or has the upside that he does? Um, I mean, I don't I don't really see any Giants fans complaining about Kayvon Thibodeau's effort. The people that actually watch this guy week in and week out, I don't think I've ever seen anyone question his effort um, or question, like, what he actually wants to do on the football field. And all, for all intents and purposes, I believe he wants to be great, and I think that he's voiced that. And I think that people are putting pressure on him. Like, Wink Martindale is challenging him. Go get stronger. Go produce. Go be the guy that leads the charge. You know, put in at 100%. Um, practice is practice. It's there. It's scripted for a reason. You do things specifically to get better in certain areas. Um, I don't think it always necessitates 100% effort because you could get injured in practice. But I do think that um, you know you you play as you train. It does have some sentiment there. So you know there is there is a lot to like about Kayvon Thibodeau. Um, but what I did like the most about him was the clutch factor that he had last year. You know you watch Kayvon Thibodeau kind of show up late in games, um, made an impact. This is a guy who you know he wants to be the hero. Like that's his character. He wants to be the guy that shows up in the final moments, in the final seconds, makes a big play happen. Everyone's cheering him on. Everyone's loving him. Like, you need guys like that. Like, that's ultimately where the Giants are going to get a lot of production out of him in those big moments. And that's what wins football games. The game of inches at the end of the day. So, Kayvon Thibodeau, obviously, becoming that player is what we hope and we think he can do that. Now, you look at the Giants' off- defensive line, rather, as a whole. You look at Aziz Ojolari, you know, discussed him for a moment, Kayvon Thibodeau. Then you look at Dexter Lawrence and Leonard Williams. I don't think we truly understand how great this unit could be. Like I remember two years ago, like cup three years ago, we had like Kyler Fackrell, like O'Shane Zimenez starting games. Um, you know, Marcus Golden, you know, I love Marcus Golden at the time and obviously more of a backup. Um, but you look at kind of what the Giants needed and it was a lot more. We needed upside. We needed youth. Dexter Lawrence found his own. Andre Patterson, you know, defensive line coach, formerly of the Minnesota Vikings, did wonders. Like, I don't know what Dexter Lawrence did, but he found his potential. Maybe it was a scheme-related shift, but he's just a bully. I mean, we know Dexter Lawrence is a fantastic player, and he warranted every penny of that deal that he just got. Um, Leonard Williams... That last year was the first season that he's ever missed regular season games due to injury. Like, this is a player that is durable. Like, he has, for his entire career, been durable. Last year, he had an MCL sprain. Half our team went down to MCL sprains. I don't know why. I don't know the cause or the reason. Could have been a specific exercise they were doing. Um, but that was really weird. You, there were so many MCL sprains. It was like, okay, there's something going on here that they're doing that's causing this. He fell ill to that. He also had a neck injury. So... You know, when it comes to Leonard Williams, I feel pretty confident he's going to bounce back and be a very consistent player for us in 2023. Um, now, this entire offensive line, defensive line as a whole has the potential to be top five in football, in my opinion. You know, if if Kayvon takes a big step forward, if Zizo Jolari uh, maintains his health, you know, 
these starters are great. The interior defensive line, Rakeem Nunez Rochette, um, and also and obviously you have Ashawn Robinson and Jordan Riley's seventh round pick look good in the preseason game, and DJ Davidson. Um, you got some nice some nice players there. Our run defense is going to be probably the best we've seen in a long time. Uh, you have those big boys up front. You can take Dexter Lawrence out for an early play or whatever it might be to give him some rest and make sure he's available and ready to go in the fourth quarter. That's obviously what you want. That's a perfect scenario. And then you know you got the linebackers, Bobby Okereke. You'll see how you know Michael McFadden's leading the charge now. Um, there's some good stuff going on there. So I, I like what I'm seeing so far. I think that the Giants could use a little bit more depth um, on the outside linebacker position. You know there are some players out there, but it's 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 thin pickings. Maybe they go out and look for an option off the waiver wire once the roster cuts down to 53 men. They try to like supplement that that way. But you know you got Oshana Zimenez, you got Tamon Fox. Uh, there's some guys here that have some upside, can contribute in ways. Are they great players? No, but they're serviceable depth pieces. And I think, you know, Fox made a couple nice plays last year. Zimin has stepped in valiantly uh, for Aziz and stepped in valiantly for Kayvon Thibodeau when they were out. And he's more of a pure pass rusher, not the best run stopper in the world, but he's a good pass rusher. He can show up in moments. Uh, so, you know, you, you want to see some of that. Baldonado had a good game. Bowers had a good game um, against Detroit. So we'll see how over the next couple of weeks here against Carolina and the Jets. If, they, if these depth pieces can kind of elevate their their performance and showcase what we need to see to be like, okay, like we can trust them to step in for Tibbs or, or step in for Ojolari and make an impact. But for now, Kayvon Thibodeau, I'm projecting him to have a really good second year. I know a lot of people say sophomore slump. A lot of people say, you know, this or that, but I think Kayvon Thibodeau wants it. I think that they're not going to let him fail. Ultimately, like you see Wink Martindale, the way that they're putting pressure on him, the way that they're asking him to step up. I think that they've put it in his court. Like they're, they're asking him like, be a leader, be someone who dominates, be, be a, be a really great player. Be, make a Pro Bowl appearance. Um, I think Kayvon Thibodeau wants it. I think we're going to see him really shine this upcoming season, a year under his belt. He knows he left a lot on the football field in 2022, and I think that the, the best days are ahead of him for sure. So, guys, I'd love to hear your perspectives below on Kayvon Thibodeau and this Giants defensive front. Obviously, any responses down below in the YouTube comments are much appreciated. Much love, as always. Make sure you like and subscribe, and we'll catch you guys on the next Fireside Giants episode.